Hey, welcome back to the Legion of Renob, this 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons podcast. It looks like we made it to the finale of the Bobby arc. This was half the size of season 1, so you can tell he put a lot of work into it. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And I figure since we're at the finale, it might be time to give a real honest-to-goodness recap. So, here we go with a recap of the Bobby arc. On this majestic arc of the Legion of Renab, the gang went into the desert and came across two new companions, Lyra, the chainmail-clad ginger, and Whistle the Bardbot. After a hard trek through the desert, they found a community center where they stopped to get water. There they found a Moose Lodge-like organization known as the Tiger Club, a group of self-involved volunteers. Deciding to prove their worth to themselves as well as their guardian, Melora, they decided to volunteer as well, and were given the task by a deformed hooded figure of disassembling a gambling ring at the outskirts of the desert, past the quicksand fields called the Sands of Sorrow. Guided by Vito, the disgruntled speed carriage driver, they encountered some humanoids with different humanoid heads. Finally, they made their way to the Colosseum and met with the snooty son of the world, Boculus is gone, and his gang of buff gladiator girls, the Babe Ladies. They participated in fights that were organized by a maybe evil but definitely annoying general manager who was also a witch, Tilly. They learned after participating in these fights that the participants who lost in the battles were being turned into cows who were then fought in the Colosseum. If a cow was lost, they were turned into hamburger, which sustained the population of the people trapped inside the fighting ring. After stealing from Tilly, they finally decided to follow through with the plan, only to be thwarted instantly, and put into a pit under the Colosseum, facing off with Bach and his babe ladies. The gang defeated the babe ladies, but right before putting the final blow to the smoke bomb throwing leader, he was killed by his father, a massive orc. Now, Murdar, Lyra, Muffins, and Plickpluck face their biggest challenge yet, and perhaps the hardest menace they ever had to face in this stunning conclusion of the Bobby arc. Enjoy the episode!
and we're Bobby. Welcome back <laughs> to uh, my work on the Legion of Renob. I like to think of it as the Legion of Renob GD. So, <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> don't don't need to insult yourself like that. <laughs> well, it's definitely not the Legion of Renob Super. <laughs> I don't even know if that's anyway, good. So on the last episode, some stuff happened. Uh, now you're on the final face-off. Honestly, the build-up doesn't matter at this point. Here we are. <laughs> um, what does the environment look like? Uh, it's all flat. It's all flat. It looks a lot like Final Destination from Super Smash Bros. <laughs> the floor is metallic. Oh, no background. It's just white. How we fly on a black space? floor? We call it the "Oh crap, is that due tomorrow?" world where the developer ran out of time. <laughs> <laughs> where you fight the character's body in space rather than on anywhere. <laughs> That's a, that's a Kingdom Hearts reference, I'm sorry. Oh, of course. Of course. You know what, let's just talk about Kingdom Hearts for a second. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> All the floor is metallic. Uh, in front of you stands an orc. Cast aside is his uh, half-elf, half-human uh, son, I guess. When he just had his neck snapped by his father. He's coughing out his last few breaths and orc. a bit of blood. So he's half-orc, half-human. Or he's half-elf, half-human, but his dad's an orc? Man's gotta eat. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> and he, He's a he gets up in front of you and he says, You stand here before me, in front of me and before me. <laughs> Willing to face me, in front of me, before me in my own coliseum. <laughs> right after I promoted you, young lady, to one of my champions. Bef- I never thought a betrayal this before huge you and in front of you would happen before me and in front of me. Yeah, I saw that whole thing. That was actually behind me and slightly to the side. Get, get, get here. Get over. Get in front. Uh, I, I stand before him and in front of him. <laughs> Good. Bad. Well, here's the thing. I'm actually behind you. Can I roll a deception check? <laughs> this is me. Go for it. You're standing in front of him, but you're gonna pull it. This is a crazy magic world. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could easily be an illusion. I don't even know. I got a 22. So you stand behind Jesus <laughs> and before me and in front of me. <laughs> get here. Get, 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 get in front of me. Have some goddamn respect. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh. Well, that was ex- yeah okay. Uh, done. I you move no feet and suddenly I, you're I in front snap of my him paw. and before him. Done. Uh, uh, holy crap! I have complete and utter control over this coliseum. I could have this place kill you in an instant. In fact, maybe I will. And he stamps his foot on the ground, and the ground starts to shake. And then it just stops. Maybe I will. He stamps his foot on the ground. I have a question. Hold on. <laughs> I'm trying to kill you. I raise my hand, and then I raise my mage hand. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry it up. Okay, didn't you say that we betrayed you or something? Yes. Didn't we do exactly what we were told to do, is fight people in the Coliseum? You've betrayed me. 
You've ruined the sanctum and beauty of the Colosseum. You have stolen our sacred files, which are just regular. They're not really <laughs> sacred, but... Did we do that? Yeah, uh, uh, Lydia did. Oh, yeah. Lyra, far away. That was me. I whispered to Murdar. I'm on level with you. I don't. I just don't think he's the most logical guy. <laughs> <laughs> and I know what you're trying to do. I talked to Vito. I tortured him to death. I know what you're trying to do. <laughs> Good, because we don't. Can you tell us? <laughs> <laughs> and what is that? Please tell us the plot. You don't remember the plot of this campaign on the last episode. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh yeah, this is me, Muffins. That's right. We're trying to take down the Coliseum. That's our job. I do. I actually do know what we're trying to do. We're trying to get rid of the gambling ring. But I wanted to see what he knows. <laughs> oh, I thought you were fucking. No, no. Chris might have forgotten, but Winston did not. <laughs> there was a sincerity to it. I didn't see any deception rolls. Oh. <laughs> Well, I just asked. I, there's no question rule. There might be in 6E. No, no. You know what? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. He did, He doesn't know what we have planned. Now let me just get this uh, magic killing you thing working. <laughs> Maybe it's because we have the power of belief. The power of belief won't stop you. Oh my gosh, this is getting stupid. I start stomping. <laughs> just hurry it up. <laughs> just kill me. <laughs> Tilly! Oh my god. Why is my magic broken? <laughs> and down from the ceiling comes a bubble surrounded by glass. No! And she floats above you. She, she says, Well, uh, 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 sir, uh, gentlemen, um, I'm kind of sick of being here. So's uh, pretty much everyone else. So I'm, I'm just gonna let these nice people kill you. Tilly, will you help us, you kind gentle sir? I'm using all my power to not use my power up here. <laughs> so it's up to you guys. Well, appreciate it. Uh, I look at Plickpluck. Can I roll for surprise initiative to attack him? Yeah, go for it. Uh, I look at Plickpluck while he's doing that. Do you know Dispel Magic? Do I know Dispel Magic? That one. He knows knows Pterodactyl. I, Plickpluck, know Dispel Magic. I want 25. Hell no. (laughs) That that, would work. Do you want to see what they're doing Damn first, it. or do you want to just do your no, I'll do my thing right first, and then can do their thing. Okay. <laughs> Good roleplay, though, Tony. It's me, the character, known as Flick Pluck. And how are you attacking? Uh, here, boy. <laughs> blindly, blindly running at him with my axe. Like, like you co- you're covering your eyes with one hand and axing with another? <laughs> I, I imagine more spinning it like, like a Viking light. <laughs> okay, my head, I'm said seeing, blind. I'm seeing Murdar doing an anime run up to him. <laughs> yeah, just dragging the axe on the ground. <laughs> Lifting it over his shoulder as if it's so heavy, but he's been carrying it with him this whole time. Okay, you said twelve? Okay, I'll make a I'll make a mental note of that. What are you guys doing over there? Yeah, I'll write it down in a second. What what are you what are you kiddos doing? Nobody knew to spell magic? No. Oh, that sucks. Cramo knows to spell magic. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be nice to have you wouldn't it? Crammy, where are you? Crammy Deeper. <laughs> Crammy Deeper is rap name. <laughs> oh yeah. More like his crap name, am I right? <laughs> Feet Cram. Crammy D in the building. Okay, so uh roll for initiative. 
Uh, excuse me, I have one more attack. Yeah, 15. Okay, well, do your attack. Okay, that's going to be a 28. Okay, attack. I just wanted you to know how high it was. Okay, well, fuck off. <laughs> Classic Chris tactic. <laughs> 13 damage. Okay, and you still hear that wooden clicking as he moves around, and with that attack... His chest falls right open. <gasps> oh no! Okay. His chest falls right open, and inside you see a human man. <laughs> oh, what? You hear, oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! As the <laughs> as the orc hands go down to like try to force the the wooden piece that's fallen off of him back on. <laughs> what? Wait, is. What does this human look like? Uh, he looks like a middle-aged, balding man. <laughs> so, Oh, so we've never seen him before? Never seen him before. Looks okay. a lot like Barry. <laughs> <laughs> that is his description. <laughs> he looks just like George Costanza. I, I don't want to go too deep into it, but it's not Barry. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> uh, if you're wondering who Barry is, go listen to Tony Stash on LeisureRound.Bandcamp.com for $1. Also, me and Chris wrote a comic that we haven't been promoting, Eco Friends. Is, uh, is a great Captain Planet parody. So, whose turn is it? Good natural advertising, Winston. Well, what did you guys roll? I got a 14. Oh, yeah, I got to roll this. 19! I got a 15. Okay, Leroy, you're starting. All right. This, uh, this marionette-looking orc is trying to pull his chest back onto him. He's sort of half-bent over, and you hear his controller getting kind of queasy. Oh, jeez. But the rest of him is all fleshy, except the... No, 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 no. It's like, he's made completely of wood, which is now more apparent now. And there's a man inside of him controlling him. Man, we all suck at perception. I should have rolled an insight check to see if he was a wooden robot man. My bad. (laughs) (laughs) I want to roll, is Lyra a wooden person? We're a wooden man. (laughs) Being controlled by a little person. Well, Lyra, you have to be honest now. Are you a wooden small woman? (laughs) With an even smaller man inside of you. (laughs) We've all got a tiny man inside of us. inside of her. (laughs) <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, I'm gonna use my uh, uh, stabby knife of rapier and I'm gonna go ahead and just stab him. Stab the man on the inside? Yeah, the inside man. Okay, go for it. Give me a roll. All right, I got a 17 to hit. What was the number? Clark, what, what, I got a what, 17 what to hit. It hit. I got a 17 to hit. Okay, yeah, that's, that'll do. All we heard... Give me a damage roll. Sorry, all we heard was it hit, like, twice. Yeah, I was like, okay. <laughs> Awfully <laughs> confident of you. <laughs> Actually, his uh, AC is 30. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Chris hit him twice worth lower numbers. Uh, I did 11 damage. You're going, at, you're going to straight hit the human or hit the robot? Yeah, I'll go ahead and stab the man. You're stabbing the man? Yeah, I did 11 damage. And he falls out of the suit and he says, Curse these commoner stats. <laughs> oh my god. He's got his hand. <laughs> touching the floor. And he's like, Please, god. do me one favor. What? Stop that bitch from taking my money. But what? No. Huh? No, I think we're good. And I... Fucking stab him. Well, actually, it's not my turn. <laughs> yeah, it's Plick Plick's turn. Guys, to be fair, this was his dying wish. And to be fair, I think we should get, have that money ourselves. We earned it. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're good people. We are good people. 
Um, see, I'll, I'll go up to this guy and I'll whisper in his ear. Uh, okay. Hey, buddy, you know, uh, you're dying. I get that, you know. <laughs> you know, sometimes when people die, I uh, feel obligated to help them. So, uh, you know, you just tell me where this cash is stashed and I'll, uh, make sure that it belongs in hands other than hers, possibly mine. <laughs> Do this for me after I nearly made you and your friends into hamburger. <laughs> well, you didn't try very hard. <laughs> it would be my pleasure, my man. And then I stab him. <laughs> so, so why? Why? Click pluck, why didn't you just go for an easy kill? Why make him suffer? Why did you stab him in the foot? <laughs> why why can't the man just have his Renabian dream of feeding people to other people as hamburgers? <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe that there was no cannibalism before Bobby joined the show? (laughs) That wasn't technically cannibalism this time. It's eating other people. Yeah, I mean, it's just their spirit in the human or in cow meat. (laughs) Oh man, no chopsticks, sirloins, hamburgers. Holy shit, Bobby! Anyway, as he breathes out his final breath, the whole Colosseum begins to turn into sand. Oh no. So I'm going to need a bunch of acrobatic rolls. Hey, that's like one of the as, specialities. As this whole place starts to become a giant sinkhole. Oh, oh actually, the plug sucks at acrobatics. Uh, <laughs> hey, remember when you oh, restarted God. into a Five. sorcerer? Four. Forgot about his... Bump 20. Head. 22! <laughs> so as the whole place starts to descend deep, deep into the center, three of you start sliding down nicely as if it was a sand water slide. Sander slide, if you will. <laughs> but, uh, uh, Murdar didn't catch on quite so quickly. And he went down head first. <laughs> his helmet chafing the inside of his neck, doing a grand total of seven damage. Oh, jeez, that's a oh, bad I mean, It's chafing. like digging into his neck. His whole body's contorted in weird ways. And as nice. you're sliding down, you see rows and rows of just captives under the ground. And as, as the sand continues to fall, in the center you see a shrine. <gasps> and uh, for- You guys notice that there's, like, people everywhere except in the desert? <laughs> there's, like, a ton of people down here. Can I take a look at these captives? I want to see if uh, I recognize any of them. Well, you certainly recognize one of them. Is it the man? The half cow? The mountain man? Oh, Mountain no. dude? No, he did, he, right? He wait, dude. <laughs> no. He had it's your, uh, it's your old buddy Cramwell. <laughs> oh. oh, wait. Oh, is he my Triceratops? Oh, yeah. He's in the same cell. Oh, oh no. I thought... Wait, which one was Cramwell? I thought that was my Triceratops name. <laughs> it's been so long. <laughs> but, um... No, I think that his name was Pablo. As you guys are all sliding mm-hmm. down, um, he grabs onto 
the first person, because they're all in, like, magical cells with magical walls, they're all sort of opening up at the same time. That makes sense. So he grabs onto the first person he can reach, and uh, it's nobody he expected to grab, but they were there in the Colosseum. So, knowing nothing, and assuming he was a new friend of yours, Cremwell starts to mend his wounds. <gasps> Cremwell, no! Well, thanks for all the help, bro! Oh, we like that guy. I mean, Cremwell, yes. Never? Sorry, I've kind of forgot what we were agreeing on. And, uh, now standing on two feet is everybody's best friend, Buck. He lists his gun. <laughs> <laughs> I told you guys no. I rolled the push off. No, <laughs> no you guys are still wait, sinking down. This I is on one of the levels Oh, okay. And the whole thing's a big spiral staircase, which stops on each row of cells. Okay. I'm describing this poorly? No, I think I got spiral staircase. It's a big cylinder with a spiral staircase all the way up. Through the center of it? Through the center of it. Okay. We're sinking down. And you guys are sinking downwards past the staircase. All like the like bottom. through the center of the spiral? Yes. Not yeah. want to be. No, I mean, there's actually uh, no danger at the bottom. Oh, okay. Got some damage. Didn't hit. Got it. Alright. I thought we were, like, getting sucked into oblivion or something. <laughs> oh, no. no. So, You're getting sucked into the, uh... Shrine that had its power being Got set it. to, uh... Makes sense. Yeah. Um, I walk over to, uh... This is his name, Ulysses Bach? Bach, Ulysses, come on. Oh, I'm sorry. He's up, like, 20 stories. Oh, oh, he flew this past, is, sorry. Well, no, Cramwell like, grabbed onto him, thinking he was one of your friends. Oh, okay. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Cramwell, let him die! Let him die. No, he's okay <laughs> now, though. Damn it. Well, there you are. I'm glad uh, I could help one of my friend's friends as they abandoned me in the desert. I know I got abandoned voluntarily, <laughs> but abandonment is abandonment, and I've had issues with it my whole life. Yeah, me too, I guess. <laughs> well, uh, thanks for uh, thanks for uh, healing me. Uh, I'm going to get out of here uh, as fast as I can, uh, just because I have a bad memory of uh, this place. See ya! Smoke pop! Next time I see you, you're dead! May Chan punches through the smoke <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like four lasers yeah. and like knives and shit just cut through it. <laughs> just. Yeah, just everyone throws everything at him simultaneously. And Cramwell then says, Wait! You dropped something! Hmm. He's holding a scroll, and he uh, opens it, and it, it starts with, uh, <clears throat> Starts with uh, directions to mother's house. This seems like it'll be important way later. <coughs> oh, oh my no. gosh! He, he's oh, got a sequel plan. No. <laughs> Mommy's got a sequel plan. In the in the in the later part of this, throw it out. Just throw it out. <laughs> <laughs> I shall put this in my bag, for it seems like it won't lead to torture and distress. I'm burning it. Give it to me. <laughs> Give it to muffins. <laughs> the rest of you are down at the bottom. Grandma looks down and he's like, oh, my friends. My ideals are friendship. Time to meet back up with them. <laughs> Onward, dinosaur. And there you are in front of a shrine. And uh, I don't want to ruin the meta of the shrines, so uh, Cork, could you take over from here? And the shrine um, is made of poop. No, I. <laughs> no, Bobby. Uh, I want to go ahead and say. 
you go ahead and tell me what this shrine does. Yeah, what does. if you turn people into cows because it consumed cows? And please don't make it turn us all into cows. You're back down to the, uh, you're down to the shrine. It looks like, uh, all the other shrines you've seen. It is big, it is thick, and it is majestic. How juicy. <laughs> it is juicy, and it is veiny. Oh, <laughs> Very gluttonous. <laughs> and it is covered in just statues of this orc, who, uh, uh you recognize, but he's sort of dead, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Around you lies... Some, uh, we'll call them, uh, we'll call them quest rewards. <laughs> there is a giant wooden, uh, orc robot suit, about three times the size of a regular orc. It's as if it was created by somebody who's never actually seen an orc in their life. <laughs> and yet we thought this guy was an orc? Briefly. Hey, I didn't question it. <laughs> <laughs> this is a crazy world of fantasy. Anything can happen. I'm a cat. Very true. I mean, I'm a cat. <laughs> it looks a uh, it looks a little wrecked, but uh, if somebody had some mechanical skills, you could make a new wooden suit. All right, pick what get on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna dismantle that, and my triceratops will be a triceratops. <laughs> and there's a it's the triceratops with his current upgrades, but with two big arms. <laughs> it's like when you see birds with arms It's yeah, like the exactly. seagulls with the It's gone too far <laughs> And there is a There is a chest Or no, not a chest There's a door That just has a sign over it in crayon That says <laughs> box room <laughs> All the way down at the bottom I'm going to go um, in the box room uh, In it you see A uh, race car bed <laughs> A uh, a <gasps> couple potted plants and race a car. It's like looking in a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> you see a chest. Oh, great it's joke. Such a vague reference. <laughs> Season two finale. Check it out, kids. <laughs> you see a chest. Is it a busty chest? Oh, it is very busty, and it says uh, "box secret stash" on it. Open that up. <laughs> you crack that baby open, and it lies. Fifteen smoke bombs. <laughs> take all of them. No, they go off. <laughs> and six stone spears. Also, I want to point out, only muffins entered this room. Murdar did not say anything besides, <laughs> I take everything in the chest. Six stone spears, one of them glowing black, as if it has captured a wolf last episode. Oh, nice. Oh, oh. gotcha. Yeah. As if somebody was Freer. worried about the wolf breaking his uh, battle. And he, uh, <laughs> Deus Ex Machina uses his god powers to make it stop. <laughs> Bobby's gone too far, the power's gone <laughs> to his head. Anywho, there are six stone spheres, and for some reason, even though there's a seventh one at the bottom, after you pick up the sixth one, it's like you can't carry another. <laughs> 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 if you knew how to use these, these might be useful later. Well, I guess can I can I learn how to? Can I be can I be trained? Give him all the maybe because he can learn them. Maybe in 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 the future. Right. Oh shit! Oh no! I start. Yeah. Let, Bobby let's keeps sending those. Bobby keeps balls. dropping these sequel bombs. <laughs> it's like we're some kind of Suicide Squad two. <laughs> <laughs> Made of six Will Smiths. 
Yeah, wait, do do you guys want, like, Muffins to die at the end of this arc so we can set up a sequel where half the movies bring Muffins back? <laughs> okay. Okay, so... Here's what I do, yes. Bobby. I, uh, take out my pipe, mm-hmm. and I light up some Tony stash. You light up some Tony stash? In a puff of yeah. smoke comes, uh, the image of Vito's dead body. He, he comes out of his body as a spooky ghost, and he says, Yes, we have two ghosts this arc. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for helping me disband the gambling ring. It seems like, uh, anything that might need to be, uh, finished up would be up on the surface. But I know, uh, I know that, uh, the Tiger Club will be very proud of you <laughs> helping them out through this desperate time. And, uh, maybe you'll get to meet my buddy. Who knows? Who's your buddy? The one who sent you to come with me from the Questfessional booth? (gasps) (laughs) Well, it could be anyone. No. Would we know him? Nah. (laughs) See ya. Are we part of the Tiger Club now? (laughs) That's not my responsibility. I'm not a member of the Tiger Club. (laughs) I think they're kind of douchey, but I'm glad you could help them out, I guess. Goodbye. (laughs) Wow, heaven looks beautiful and confusing. I'll see you guys in the afterlife in part two. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Vito 2, Book of Secrets. Vito 2, Book of Secrets. Um, so... The shrine. uh, Okay, I would like to go to the shrine? Okay, the shrine shrine thing. The shrine sits before you, it is very shriny. Uh, It's full of all the regular shrine stuff. (laughs) Who wants the boon? Uh, Sure. Alright, Chris touches the boon stick and uh, the lady comes out and she's like Wow, well, thank you for helping me. I'm not alarmed. <laughs> 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 you brought nature back to Townsville. And uh, for that I think back to Townsville. <laughs> I just imagine her also drawn in crayon. <laughs> this is Bobby's world. Welcome to Bobby's world. So uh, I'm gonna throw some plants here and there. Thank you for giving me this part of the desert. Uh, I still might be good. I still might be evil. <laughs> you know me. You know me. And, uh, Maybe I should have taken over for this part. I for guess. For magical boon, you can uh, your uh, your axe can spray pollen just like Cranwell's special wand. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's I'm I'm glad I could be here for this. All right, see you in my sphere. <laughs> <laughs> I rub the orb. Jesus. Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's so nice to have a good conversation with my best pal, Malora. Yeah, uh, I don't. I, gotta go. Clean up the church. Bye bye. <laughs> I unplug the thing or plug it in. I forget what we do. It's been a while since we did a shrine. <laughs> so, oh, God, just kill me. <laughs> <laughs> so, the leafy goodness starts uh, climbing up all of the. Uh, Staircase like ivy. Uh, it's not going to overgrow or ruin the stairs or anything. It's just making everything look nice and green. And uh, at the bottom, 
a lovely uh, tobacco patch starts growing. And some of the bottom cell people say, wow, is this, I haven't seen this before in person. Is this, this is it. This is what Tony's stash looks like. (laughs) (laughs) Natural and grown in the wild. Amazing. (laughs) You can get your own now for a dollar on on Bandcamp. And all those kids in high school think they're cool smoking tobacco. (laughs) You could be, you two could be smoking Tony's stash. Just don't tell mom and dad. This is getting messy, guys. I'm sorry. It's fine. Keep going. You're almost there. Mm, I like it sloppy, Bobby. The grass is climbing all the way up, and you hear the cheers of hundreds, maybe even two hundreds of people, (laughs) all the way up and down these cells, finally freed. Not to mention the cheers of the people up top. All the people surrounding you are identifying to you that they are family and friends of people who once entered the Coliseum, threaten not to take down the ring, take it in by a Mr. Ulysses gone, just so uh, they had some leverage over their rich friends and family. They thank you for their freedom. They're a little confused why Cramwell would save the guy who kidnapped him, but when you get blackout, you get blackout. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. Is that what Cramwell says? Well, maybe he does, and maybe he doesn't. (laughs) He says this, like, slumped over a chair, right? As he falls to the floor. <laughs> and, and he looks down at you guys, and he starts climbing up the stairs, and he's like, Guys! Guys! You're gonna have to come up and see this! Oh, God. I run up there. Let's go! You get up there, and uh, you see dozens, maybe even two dozens of people... <laughs> Who have finally been saved by the ring, and you see in an orb a tiny pixie. Malora! No, 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 Remember when I said I was a witch? <laughs> Fuck you, another twist. <laughs> Nobody could ever be intended. <laughs> I was never gonna be general manager if they thought I was a pixie. What the fuck? the end question mark (laughs) it's time to see where my sons run off to and she disappears and so does all the cash no no No. also all the cool shit that you saw before is gone too (laughs) no because it couldn't be easy it's never easy and all the all the furniture is kind of still breaking down into a sandy pile. It's as if everything in the Coliseum was made of sand. You were in a giant sand coliseum. <laughs> sand to see him. Sand to see him. I hold the witch's files as they turn to sand in my hands. <laughs> I take <laughs> a deep breath. I'm glad I take glad a you deep passed breath. that stealth check. <laughs> a deep, deep uh, wh- puff of Tony stash, and I say, <laughs> "Ain't that some shit?" <laughs> hey, uh, thank you for taking one final puff. I'm glad to come back. It's me, Vito, for a second. <laughs> you guys should make it? your way back to the Tiger Club. I, I gotta go back to the afterlife. We only get this. We we only get one wish in heaven. I, like some people stop wars and stuff. I'm like, oh shit, I forgot. <laughs> well, every. <laughs> Vito was telling you if he ever needed 
the contact him, you could smoke Tony's stash. Oh, of course. Uh, that was way, way, way back. So. <laughs> this way, if you keep rubbing the orb, you'll die of cancer before you can <laughs> And the, uh, the sands of sorrow seem to no longer be quicksands. And in the way, way distance, you see a few familiar figures with the heads of other figures. Oh, yeah, these guys. And they go... Oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. And they also run into the newly made forest. (laughs) (laughs) You know what's scarier than fighting terrifying hybrid monsters in the desert? Fighting them in the jungle. Okay, so, uh, you guys gonna, uh, you guys gonna make your way to the Tiger Club or go somewhere else? I think that seems fair. Let's go to the Tiger Club. It's about time they see we're all good people now. One time jump later, you're at the Tiger Club. (laughs) Oh, hey, guys, where have you been? Oh, God. Just go back to the quicksand. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all die in the sand. There's no more quicksand. Someone bring the quicksand back. <laughs> it's now uh, quick mud. And uh, before you stands a nice gentleman and he goes, Whoa, you guys missed the uh, friendly handshake. <laughs> in a circle. <laughs> you shake your neighbor to the left. And uh, here we are. We're the Tiger Club. I heard you guys did some official business from uh, a ghost who seems to be giving me convenient information. <laughs> and uh, we'd like to thank you by making you official members. <gasps> Would you like to join us in our friendly handshake? I never <laughs> oh, Gentlemen only. Mage hand. <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely mage hand. <laughs> Heck yes! Well, that's one good handshake. <laughs> <laughs> It was all worth it for that moment. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he gives you uh, tiger hats. He lets you keep your uh, tiger, tiger grappling hooks, which uh, were never important. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember getting them. <laughs> and he gives you full uh, striped tiger vests that you can now wear in public to show you're part of the tiger Amazing. Man. Yes! <laughs> and fezzes. Don't forget the fezzes you can wear on top of your tiger hats. <laughs> And it was a happy ending forever. It was a happy ending forever. And we're all good people now. And just yeah, I was going to say, I, <laughs> I kick Mordor in the dick. Before that comes a large hooded figure who looked very similar to the hooded figures from before, except for it's the hooded figure you talked to in the first place, so you have a small semblance of trust in him. <laughs> Presumably. How do we know it's the same one if he's wearing a hood? It's the same size and shape. You can see his body. Oh, okay. It's thick yet firm. He comes up to you and he pulls over his hood and you see the head, the head of a bull. And he says, thank you for everything. And he gallops off. Wow. Well, I think, well, I thought it, he escaped from the Coliseum because he was a cow man. Oh, right, got it. Yeah, So there was a way for us to escape too, damn. <laughs> and just skip the whole campaign. <laughs> <laughs> was that it, Bobby? Now, the Tiger Club uh, leader says, Now, you're all members now, but uh, we're going to have a secret meeting, so onward. And he he pats everybody's butts out. (laughs) (laughs) And you find yourself with your super fast cart in the middle of the desert. And your old cart. And a dinosaur. And Sherry. (laughs) And Sherry. Sherry's back. And so is Cranwell. And Whistle. Oh, yeah, and Whistle. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't join the Tiger Club, are you sure? Yeah. Positive. (laughs) He's a member of the team now. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, 
Hello and welcome back to Legion of Renop. This is season three, episode thirty-five. That's correct. I'm your DM, Clark. <laughs> Wait, no, that's thirty-four. That's Wait, no, yeah, it's thirty-five. You're good. It's definitely more than one. This is season three, episode two. <laughs> uh, I, I, maybe. This is where the story really begins. Finally, you've been waiting so long. <laughs> All your friends have been telling you, no, no, keep listening. It gets good. <laughs> this is not that part, but it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> it's just on the horizon. <laughs> if we stay forward, you're, on the, we'll you're on the crest of the hill, and you're just, <laughs> get, just chuck it right over. But what you don't realize is like eight more hills. <laughs> I think it's actually infinite. Yeah. An infinite hill. It's very Sisyphus. This is a circle. Keep driving around, hoping for something good. <laughs> You ain't gonna find it, but what a hell of a journey. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not the destination, it's the journey. <laughs> the boring journey with terrible audio quality. Yeah, how great was that eight-door dungeon? <laughs> <laughs> You're starving, but you hear there's a McDonald's right around the corner, but there's always another corner. <laughs> Guys, I built a dungeon based off of Nebraska. You're waiting for McDonald's. Yes, yeah, Clark says, hey, we gotta make sure we, we get rid of the boat episode. That one was terrible. <laughs> no, we've got to keep the Andrew episode where he just walks through a dungeon for like fucking an hour and a half. <laughs> that was... Guys, that was irreplaceable. That was heavily edited, and Andrew. Andrew's the best. He needed his time in the sun. I'm like, yelling the yelling face over here, you old piece of shit. God, fuck <laughs> yeah. you. That was originally... <laughs> that was Murdar's real first name. How <laughs> did you know? Kelly McKelly. <laughs> so yeah, we have a first shout out from freak frequent writer in oh, and friend of the I <laughs> 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 has no face. Who wrote to us on Patreon? Yeah, this is some real weird. Yeah, it's fucking real weird. <laughs> 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 Go read your shout out on the air forty-seven times. You get a special prize. If you remember, I has no face. Uh, is <laughs> the saga of our long lost son? <laughs> Chris, would you like to read your long lost son's letter? <laughs> Yeah, it's still unclear if I has no face either. They think he is my real son in real life. I don't know. We're gonna find out, I guess. Send in your blood sample. Let's do this paternity thing. We're going on more. Just scanning it, I see horror and 69. So this is just great. It's been a while since my last letter, and I hope you were doing well. I may be starting this letter with some strange news, but congratulations, you are a grandfather. Yeah, it's a very fucking week. You are a grandfather, wow! It's a very fucking week. We can go Oh, Okay, whatever. We don't know what the father No, no, no. Read it. We narrowed down the list to about 69 candidates. Clever. <laughs> the, mid, the midnight order is still going strong. Not on the CD, and sis is helping out with some job. I look forward to when we meet face to face. Your son, I have no face, so I guess we won't be meeting face to face. P.S. I am not one of the prospective fathers, thank God, because I don't sleep with my sister. We found out we were sleeping before. <laughs> I don't uh, know if that they just. <laughs> he finds his sister attractive. He's like, oh, boy, we weren't brother and sister. Well, that's definitely that's definitely what he's implying. <laughs> oh, gosh, thank you. I has no face. What? Please write in soon. 
I need more details. Yeah, can we get a, can we get like a muffins uh fucking furry cast or something? <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask thing. for that. If we can go on fantasy Mori. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, now hang on. I got a question here. Okay. Hordar is Murdar's uh, sister. No, Hordar is Murdar's. No, I think it's his daughter. Secret daughter. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, his daughter because because he who is I has no fic is to my writing a tapestry of fiction. Murdar's son. I see. It's. I mean, yeah. The numerology in this post is genius. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what could it be possibly implying? I don't know. I think we need to get you a movie. What is it? Fucking uh, okay, Shrek. Not, not Shrek. Oh, okay. Uh, what? Uh, da Vinci Code. Yes. I think this is a lot. Tom Hanks is like flipping the gears, and he's like, "Wait, sixty nine? Yeah, there's only two, there's only two numbers." <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I want Chris to be this reluctant sidekick who's like, who's like, oh, I don't get this. <laughs> I hate this. I won't even, I won't even read the whole email. <laughs> I, I read a good ninety-five percent of it. You guys should all be thankful for that. See, this is a great sidekick character. <laughs> and I read the, I skimmed it, I and Tom Hanks that. is like, "No, you gotta read the whole thing, you idiot." No, it's important to the plot. <laughs> now read about her period. <laughs> oh god! Yeah, I'm, I'll be known as the Squidward of the group. I'm <laughs> so. Uh, I don't want to do anything. Yeah, I want to just play the clarinet in my free time. And just not be weird shit. Alright, we have another email from (laughs) S-Dragon, who was our first patron. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) Uh, S-Dragon wrote in saying, Hi, I thought I'd send you an email seeing as I'm the number one patron. I'd like to say good day to you and hope the beer is cold and the pizza has less fish on it. (laughs) I'd also like to tell you a bit about myself as you were speculating the very subject. Yeah, I was wondering, because we hadn't even announced the patron, or Patreon, and he had already become a patron. So I assumed he was... What a guy. He's the best is what he is. Yeah, he is. I am from Canada, land of the cold, people of the polite apologies. You know, the place without Trump. (laughs) I am of an age where most. The runner does not support any political views. <laughs> anti political. We are. Yeah. Dragon, adopt me. We're also anarchists and anti anarchists. <laughs> <laughs> we hate anarchy, but we also <laughs> What's more anarchist than loving and hating anarchists? <laughs> I'm a post anarchist. <laughs> I am an age where most things hurt and people still say I have no excuse. Around 30, I guess. Uh, I have been playing or really wanting to get back to playing D&D for the like of over 10 years. I'm currently not playing and trying to fill that void with you and six other D&D podcasts. Oh, thanks, Estrella. Guys, yeah, don't get mad that he's <laughs> no, cheating on us, reading, but just be happy we're filling the void. We're good at filling holes. <laughs> Thank you. Thank <laughs> you, Chris. Yeah. Especially Bobby. <laughs> you are currently tied at the top of my favorites list with Adventure Zone, the tabletop champions. Hell yeah! yeah I've never heard of them. Good choice, have a good really taste. Poor choice of D and D podcast. Like, <laughs> well, let's look. Yeah, let's yeah, let's email the tabletop champions to see if they want to be on a podcast, or let's email them see if they want to duel. Well, I just watched <laughs> an actual boxing match between two podcast hosts who had a feud. 
So what I'm saying? <laughs> right? Yes. They're except like Clark, you're gonna box that guy. Except, <laughs> oh man, they have, <laughs> they have way more Twitter followers than us. Well, that's why we need to cross over with them and steal their followers. Yeah. So why don't we just steal their identities and we start a podcast? Wait, Dragonface is not on this podcast. <laughs> he is now. <laughs> I was going to say we just get into a street fight with them. <laughs> you ain't going to be podcasting without that pretty mouth anymore. <laughs> this is starting to sound a lot like LARPing. I like no. Part. Thunderbolt, Thunderbolt. What is street fighting if not LARPing with real weapons? <laughs> just hardcore LARP. <laughs> if you want to know why, hit me up. Oh, I do want to know why. Please write in and let us know. My Yakuza LARP. <laughs> and his questionable tastes come back with Dragonface is my favorite character. <laughs> But but I but I love this point. I think he could not exist in any other party. Chris makes all the character choices, but everyone else helps by making these choices not just become something shitty. <laughs> any any other group of players would make Chris not play Dragon Face the way he does because it's too much. It's a show of teamwork in all of you that in all of you that is really so impressive. I have one question. Too much what? Just too much. Well, too much of everything. Agree, disagree. I love it. It's too much. Too much mashed potatoes. Too much fuck fuckery. I don't want to answer that. And uh, too much mashed potatoes. Dragon Face is the mashed potatoes of D and D characters. <laughs> um, in in season four of Flash, there was a very controversial line because it was shitty. In which Flash's girlfriend says, Barry, you're not the Flash, even though he is. Says, we are the Flash, even though they're not. <laughs> so, Chris, I hesitate to say, you are not Dragon Face. Ooh. We are Dragon <laughs> Face. I was going to say, this I is made that similar. You think you made it similar We are Dragon Face. <laughs> it reminds me a lot of if we could yeah Photoshop ourselves in that group like ball protecting we are <laughs> no, no I want to get out I'm not dragging no, you're not party, party. Party. come here both of just rock your raccoon get inside, get inside um, my tree ball <laughs> guys it's the only way to live I want to die <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather not. Winston is my favorite player, maybe because his self-esteem can't handle otherwise sunglass emoji. He's not wrong. I think it's hilarious. He says, Dragon Face is his favorite character, but Winston's his favorite player. Because he knows how fragile I am. He wants, he wants Winston yeah, to play yeah, Dragon that's Face. Like, oh, the perfect world. Yeah, <laughs> we look out on Patreon. No, that, no, it's not regular that everyone is Dragon Face. Yeah, yeah, those yeah, are hundred percent. You get your fill of Winston as a... <laughs> Dragon Heel. Dragon Heel. It'd be funny and, to have a non-canon episode where people trade characters. Oh, that oh could be God, awesome. That'd be great. Holy shit, Bobby, that's a terrific yeah, idea. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. For the Patreon, my name is Cramwell. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? You know, I have dibs on Cramwell. Well, we switch like every 10 minutes. We have a oh, yeah, timer going. <laughs> That's not what oh, I was <laughs> uh, And he wrapped up. Anyway, that was a rant, and I didn't I even get into it. Except none of us would be able to play Plick Pluck because no one except Tony reads their spells. <laughs> I use a 
I use the one with the uh, the damage. I'll do that one. Also, I turn into a giraffe. A giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and I'm also invincible now. Uh, yeah, you don't have to read the, the lines there, the spells. I just am. <laughs> anyway, that was a rant, and I didn't even get into a fan fiction. Please do, though. Keep up the good work as you're going to get it. Keep up the good as you're going to get it to work. Get it work. Sorry, that must going be a Canadian saying. It's <laughs> probably a Canadian saying that we don't have down here. Oh, keep it good as you're going to get it to work. That was definitely that was <laughs> What's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, S-Dragon, and thanks for being our first patron. Yeah, thank you, S-Dragon. Uh, and we have yeah, one last review. S-Dragon. S-Dragon. <laughs> the uh, Clark, do you want to read this last review? Yeah, I'll, I'd love to read this last review. Let me just scroll on that. And this is, uh, oh my god. A message from Middle Earth. <laughs> I heard that place is full of halflings. Uh, <laughs> I've heard ripping off like Kiora, Legion of Renown, tis you, I, your faithful listener from New Zealand. Yes, we are a real place. Bringing forth gifts of praise and honor. I applaud you all for bringing us joyous times and eternal laughter. Never before have I heard such sweet, sweet humor since Taz's French soup, uh, French onion soup rant. All jokes aside, the McElroy's uh, Mac, Mac, how do you pronounce this? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who are who are these guys? The uh, that, yeah, from, some kind of French onion soup yeah, club. Yeah, yeah. Uh, have nothing on this bunch of goofballs. They're balanced between Chris's shapeshifter, murder, stab, stab, Andrew's outstanding... <laughs> All of those dynamic elements. <laughs> Andrew's outstanding performance as the majestic Mazzetto, Tony's magics of knowledge and insanity, and Winston's, <laughs> quote, good, unquote, deeds and amazing voices, Bobby's dot 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 Bobbiness. And Clark's ability to deal with all that is a testament to the sheer awesomeness of the show. P.S. Praise Carl, and my point go to the kick him in the nuts cop. Hey, Sebo, you got a vote. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Woo! Bonus praise for Carl. Like, Carl. <laughs> praise Carl. Carl. And yeah, thank you so much for writing in, Ollie. Uh, if you are outside the U.S., please send our send in your reviews because they really help us out, and we can't see them. Yes. So please send us. Wait, why didn't you read this in an accent? That, you know, even if you're inside the U.S., if you want to just get more props, send them to us too to our Gmail, leadervenom at gmail.com. Okay. And we have other social media like our Patreon. Good night. That's lame as shit. Free to meet me up on Toontown. I'm on the, the Circuit City oh. forums. Uh, oh, our Discord. Our Discord is popping. Everyone uh, join that. Should have been mentioning oh, yeah, that. The Discord. We What's should it? plug the shit out of that. What's a Discord? Yeah, we're gonna we gotta plug the Discord though. Uh yeah, so our Discord, uh it, it's on our social media and uh let us know if you can't find it, because it's really, really fun. We're having a lot of fun talking to all of our fans. Clark and Tony are playing, what is it, Slaughter All Peasants or something? Uh, Dungeon Crawl Classics, play by post. <laughs>
Okay, we're done. <laughs> Ending now. Special mention and shout out goes to our longtime supporter and supporter of pretty much every podcast that exists, Kevin McLeod. He is the creator of this arc's theme song, Mighty and Meek. So definitely go check him out, and if you like that song, you could use it in your own stuff too, as long as you credit the guy. Also, a special shout out to Doppler at soundcloud.com slash quad four numbers two one. Quad four Two one, Doppler uh, created the remix to Mighty and Meek, so please go check out his stuff as well. We always love to uh, uh, support our artists, so do that. Do the thing. I know why I've been cutting out so much, guys. Sorry about that. My input sensitivity take, was way up. I gotta take oh. this microphone out of the microwave. You know, I thought it was the same, like, micro, micro. Yeah, I thought God we'd make my micros into a macro. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yeah, sorry. Okay. Yeah, sorry. We were uh, we were having some uh, secret backdoor discussion that you're not invited to. Yeah, on Fuck the next you, episode Clark. or something. I don't know. <laughs> Anywho, also the sequel's not happening right away. Just for uh, just for everyone's information, please cut that later so it doesn't sound weird. But yeah, Clark puts in three times. <laughs> oh, I thought you make another. Thought you're making another Justice League joke. <laughs> yeah, that's, I thought I kind of thought so at first too. Uh, no, 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 no. Are you all right? Tell me I want to hear your voice. I haven't heard you in like an hour. Yeah, I'm still here. Fucking fantastic. All right. He doesn't like to talk when he's masturbating. <laughs> <laughs>